0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible.
1: Got to turn on my mic. All right. That's (laughs) what's trending here at my talk. Well, here are some of the trends online this afternoon. We have Michael Jordan, a 10 hour documentary about the sports superstar, is set for a 2019 release. It's a joint venture between Netflix and ESPN's 30 for 30. 10 hours? Ten hours. Michael Jordan apparently has agreed okay. to work with the filmmakers. Obviously, they're well underway on making this film. It will be out sometime next year. Those 30 for 30 documentaries are really good. Yeah, so looking forward okay. to that. All right. Donnie's not. Uh, Deadpool 2 (laughs) trending. Reviews are in for the movie. And if you like the first one, it seems like you'll like the sequel. It's currently certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Also, today is National Chocolate Chip Day. And also trending would be Kristen Stewart. The actress went barefoot on the red carpet at the Cannes Film Festival yesterday, rebelling against the rule that women wear heels on the red carpet. Shocking. Yeah, she did have Louboutins in her hand. However, she just took off the shoes and maybe was uncomfortable and, you know, she did the thing. All right, that's it. what's trending here at My Talk. Your forecast is brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Clear skies, 54 it's tonight. Another fabulous day coming up tomorrow. It'll be sunny in 85. Right now, it is 74.
2: Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. So rock-a-bye, baby, rock-a-bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have Brian Freeman joining us in studio again. And of course, he's an international best-selling author. And uh, your latest book, Alter Ego, is a, another fabulous Jonathan Stride or Cab Bolt novel.
0: Yeah, you have to decide which is which this time around. It's a crossover it's novel. A, I love so it. You get two, it. two for the price of one. I love it. You know what? Okay, Brian.
3: You, you don't have to have read the whole series. You can even no. just we read, read this book. Right. I, I,
0: I write them carefully so you can dive in anywhere. Yeah. Because yes. this
3: book, to me, who doesn't know really a lot of about what you guys are talking about, absolutely love it.
0: Good. Yeah. And
3: just pick it up fresh.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, this is probably like maybe the seventh or eighth, right? You Freeman know, I think it's, it's the 10th
0: at this point. Is in, it in your 10th, Jonathan yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so
2: here's my question for you. Um, well, first, give people the setup of Alter Ego because there might be people who don't know Lieutenant
0: well, exactly. uh, Jonathan Stride
2: from Duluth. Is. Well,
0: yes, Janath- Lieutenant Jonathan Stride is is based in Duluth, and uh, he's he's surrounded by his uh, his two partners, uh, Serena Dial, who is now his wife, and uh, and Maggie Bay. And there's been this wonderful triangle among these three for for quite a long time. Uh, but I, I love sort of the, the 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 set piece of Alter Ego, which is that there's this film. Being made on location in Duluth, based on one of Stride's old cases, and mm-hmm. so Stride has to deal with his alter ego, who is this Hollywood icon playing him in the movie. And I figured this would be a little nudge to the film agency out there, you know. Mm-hmm. So and uh, and of course he the the this uh, celebrity has some some dark secrets he might not want exposed. And uh, I, you know, I I wrote the book last year. I turned it in in early September, and literally
2: Harvey two weeks later, yeah. the whole
0: Harvey Weinstein yep. thing broke open in the press. I had my editor on the phone saying, did you know something? Yeah, right, <laughs> because it
2: is very, one of the storylines in this is how... Uh, famous, rich, powerful Hollywood people right. uh, can sexually assault women and get away with it, and by, control and control the storyline by intimidations through paparazzi, yeah. through tabloids. Exactly, it was it's wild. Kind of I know it
0: feels ripped from the headlines. It now. does yeah, exactly. Your publicist uh-huh. must be very happy about that. <laughs> well, ha- I'm
2: not sure I'd say happy, happy but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was like you were yes. a, a fortune teller. Yeah, well, right. that's right. I mean, yeah. had you heard about that? This kind of stuff went well, on, I or did you just think I, I, well, that's, about it? That's or? the
0: thing about all this. I think so many people sort of had their suspicions, and and you know, there there had been rumors about this stuff for so many years, and mm-hmm. and no one was kind of standing up to to, to to face the truth, because they were also, you know, scared about losing their careers, and and standing up well, to Well, how did you, like
2: was that your inspiration for having Dean Casperson, who I kind of envisioned sort of as a Tom Cruise totally. yeah, type of yeah, ca- no, actor? That, yeah,
0: that, that's right. That's um, right. Yeah.
2: How did you have the idea that he would be, you know, Maybe a nefarious man doing well, you know, bad I, things.
0: I think we've seen hints of these kinds of things along the way. And I mean, you had the whole Cosby trial coming yeah. out, and uh, uh, one of the one of the things that's always kind of a theme in my books is that uh, that people tend to be hiding secrets, and mm-hmm. uh, I like to pull the curtain back and mm-hmm. uh, and take a look at what's going on behind. And so I, I just thought, whenever you've got someone that's this this amazing icon, well, chances are there's there's something behind the public image that they you know rather have not have people see. Right. So, yeah.
3: yeah. I so if you're just joining us we're with brian freeman his latest book is alter ego and tell us you know kind of set the stage brian lives in woodbury um and you are a prolific writer who writes two novels a year now but set up kind of your empire your book empire because you have different storylines under different characters
0: I, I do yeah the, the the stride series is obviously my most long-running series mm-hmm. that goes all the way back to, to 2005 uh, I just started a brand new series last year with the Nightbird uh, which actually is based out in San Francisco uh, homicide inspector Frost Easton is the uh, the hero of that series and the Nightbird uh, became one of the top 20 Kindle bestsellers of 2017 so it was a huge hit I was absolutely thrilled with the reaction and uh, Frost has some some secret mini to roots that people may not realize Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. uh, the way that came about is that Marcia and I were down doing a library event in southwestern Minnesota, driving along I-90, and we passed a highway sign where the town of Frost was in one direction and the town of Easton was in the other direction. And I said to her, oh, Frost Easton, I like that name. I'm going to have to use that. So so here we are three years later, Frost Easton is now the stars. And so do you have your second book out in the nightbird? I I do. The the second uh, Frost Easton book, The Voice Inside, came out in January. And, uh, you know, whenever you you do a second book in a series when the first book has been so well-received, you're always a little nervous. Nervous about right. what people are going to think. And I've just been overwhelmed with the reaction from readers to this book. Uh, well, they have fallen in love with the voice you are inside. You're a
2: great writer, Brian. I mean, Thank yeah. You. Very, in- I mean, I put you in the same category as Lee Childs with Jack Reacher, Lucas Davenport, Janet Squillers, you know, Cork O'Connor. Thank you know, you. I mean, yeah. I, it's really compelling. And so I wonder, and I think Bosch. Yeah. You know, Michael right. Conley and that's on Amazon. Why this Jonathan Stride series could easily be a TV
0: series. Well, yeah, I think so too. I I I write I write, I write mysteries. Doing? I think that's the biggest mystery of all. Why aren't we seeing Stride on the screen here? Yeah, why aren't we? And who are you casting? Uh well, that's a good question. That's a good question. You know, the, the, the funny thing is people will ask me that and I say, I'm I'm never sure because I deliberately paint Stride in watercolors because yeah, I do. want the reader to fill in, fill in, the, fill in the gaps right. and, and create that character for themselves because that way they're sort of emotionally connected to the character because they sort of share responsibility yeah. for creating him. So the readers all have very, very clear ideas of what they think Stride looks like and who should play him yeah. uh, in the movies. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, there there's so many different great actors out there could that could pull it off. So.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, you talk in this one about uh, a woman's intuition. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. that, yeah. that's a big theme in this book and how trusting it, you just are so right on. I mean, have you, did you do a little research there to find out about how, you know, because I feel things, I know things were some of the lines that one of the Amy, I believe, yes. would say. Yes, uh, yes, yes.
0: Well, well, you know, keep in mind, I've been married for 34 years, so <laughs> I, uh, I have a great deal of things. respect for women's intuition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: But I mean, that was kind of a big theme in there and it was... yes. It just because everyone kind of wonders how well, even, right on it yeah, is. and even
2: the way the book starts out, you oh, just, I You're book. like, wow, you know, it grabs you right away. It's tense. Yeah, in the I, first I, two pages.
0: I always like to have a, a kind of a, a an opening scene that that mm-hmm. sets the stage for the mystery, where you're really not sure what's going on, and and having this uh, uh, this this man out on the the country roads in the middle of a, a Duluth blizzard uh, and and something. Happens to him, strange yeah. and, and unexpected. Yeah, uh, I, I, I love that. I love that opening scene. Although now I feel a little bit guilty. Here we've we've you know survived the the winter that would not end, and now yeah. I'm, I'm throwing people right back into January. Yeah, again. that's it's so, okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah.
2: good. It's better because we can deal with it now. Well, that's true. Yeah. Behind it, that, that's true. And the other thing that's fun about your uh, books too is uh, it's very fun. All the name dropping yeah. in Duluth that happens, whether it's Rhodes or the old movies that were you know Iron Will and. Look, guess who killed... Me? What was the movie? Um, my mother. I, I, you'll, you'll Like My Mother. You'll Like My Mother yes. was filmed in Duluth. Yes. But, you know, the restaurants and just sort mm-hmm. of... You really paint well, yeah, the Northland. I,
0: I, I want to give readers a you-are-there feel in the mm-hmm. books. You want to be dropped down into the middle of every scene, and you can smell it and touch it and taste it and feel it happening yeah. around you. And for me, the way to do that is to use real places in in the Northland. So Marsh and I go up, and, and we scout locations kind of the way a film Duluth. director would. No, not from Duluth. You, I'm, I'm up there all the time, yeah, obviously. you sure but, write uh, like
2: you're from Duluth. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and thank you. I, 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 I like that. But it, it's, it, for me, it also kind of helps not— Living in Duluth mm-hmm. because it means I still have sort of that outsider's eyes. You mm-hmm. can see the drama, you can see the romances as, as you drive around the area. Okay,
2: are your so books I want to know. By the I know. Well, well, I, oh, yeah. I'm always
0: a little nervous that the mayor's going to be slipping me right. brochures about oh, Mankato. Got you know. yeah. She's good with She's
2: good buddies <laughs> with
0: Emily. She's wonderful.
3: Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're with Brian Freeman. His latest book is Alter Ego. It's fantastic whether you are a Stride series reader or if you're just picking up this book. So you said you right now, Brian, um, write two books a year.
0: Right. Yeah. Is
3: that like under contract? You have to deliver two books a year. Yeah. Is that, how stressful is that? It, it,
0: it, yeah, it's 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 uh, it it uh, takes a toll. There's no doubt about that. I, I did two books last year, two books this year. I'll do two books next year, and and after that, I'll, I'll either do book, two books or be institutionalized. I think it's sort of an right. open question. Uh, but I'm working with a couple different publishers, and uh, and you know the the way the publishing market has evolved, you've you've got a lot of print you've got a lot of ebook readers and, and they're sort of become completely separate markets. so I'm, I'm delivering books that sort of emphasize one versus the other and sort of feed right into both. What of those, would be so. the
3: difference then? Because that's interesting if an ebook reader versus a book reader, what would be the difference in your dialogue?
0: Uh, you know, I think that I think it's more a question of how you reach readers. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, with 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 print readers, I mean, you've still got such a strong you know base in, in bookstores and libraries, and oh, so I'm okay, going out so and doing events I'm and reach. things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Whereas with eBooks, you, it's more social media and online outreach to readers. Sure, but so, you yeah. don't
3: change how you write.
0: No, not not with not with these books. But I'm actually doing something even uh, even more different now. I'm I've got a contract with Audible to do an audiobook original, so I'm writing that now. So I'm I'm having to sort of here, how is the book going to sound as it is read? And all of my books are available in audio, but this is the first time I've done one that, that's going to come out in in. Audio exclusively that's wild. first, so yeah.
3: Does it feel more like writing a play? I mean, that's kind of just a wild way to approach doing it, it, a book. It, it,
0: it is, yeah, because you're always conscious of how is this is going to sound. So I'm I'm now constantly rereading the passages out loud to myself so to make sure it sounds right. So
3: so they're wanting original content. Yes, yeah. Damn that Amazon. Well, what's wrong? <laughs> No,
0: it's just
2: Isn't a book. Original content. That's I'm so what confused. I think.
3: No, it. It's, I am too. But yeah. I was telling Brian when I brought it when we came back here is that I, oftentimes do part of the book, I read it, and then I have Audible back yes, me up. Right. So whoever is your your reader right now whoever reads your books out loud does a magnificent job well
0: good yeah joe barrett is a connecticut actor he, he does the narration on all of my novels and yeah You're i get reader. wonderful feedback mm-hmm. from listeners about yeah. that so, yeah. it's just kind of wild do you the have any ways. say
2: as the author who reads your book or oh authors out don't you... authors no. don't
0: have any say in anything no. yeah we, <laughs> we're, we're just in charge of creative production yeah but <laughs> right. you really
3: you really know how to write a book though
0: thank you and thank it's you. it
3: was not i didn't want to put it down mm-hmm. so it's a Perfect summer read for people.
2: Yeah, and I just yeah, and I really could see this being a TV series because I really like Bosch.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: On Amazon and Titus Wellville is is Bosch and Michael Conley. You know, I don't know how many of those books you he wrote before that even came to screen probably at least a dozen. Well,
0: That's one of the nice things about the way Netflix and and Amazon Prime are structuring their series. You have these kind of short, bingeable series, Mm 8 to 10 episodes, and you have And be some one book! Well, yeah, exactly. It's one story arc with all these twists Mm -hmm. in the middle, and that's exactly the way my books are structured. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so
2: we have got to get Jonathan Stride. I think so. There is somebody out there listening that can be
0: be put in the book in the right hand. So so go to it, guys.
3: So do you have an agent that does that? Is that a separate person it it is yeah yeah do they all take like a different percentage then depending on what type of an agent they are because think of (laughs) how many different outlets there are versus what it used to be
0: right oh yeah everyone gets their little cut yeah (laughs) well thank you for
3: paying us off today We we like the book i have to ask you what's the last great book you've read
0: the last great book I read, well, you know, the, the thing is, I, I, I've read mysteries and thrillers for so many years, but now writing mysteries and thrillers, I can't really read them myself anymore. It, it kind of feels like work. Mm-hmm. So I read mostly nonfiction okay, now. I read a fascinating book called Astral Weeks. Uh, It's about the counterculture in Boston in 1968. You've got all of these uh, political figures, music figures, drug figures, mafia figures that all seem to kind of cross paths in 1968 in Boston. It was by Ryan Walsh, and and I actually have a – podcast where i interview non-fiction authors uh which gonna gives me a chance to fanboy a little bit yeah. so i interviewed ryan on on uh, on the air about his book and uh just a just a terrific terrific story so if, if you if you're fascinated by the 60s counterculture pick up astral weeks
2: okay all very cool. good all right thank you brian freeman of course you. is award-winning international best selling author the book uh, the latest book is alter ego and we Highly recommend any of Brian Freeman's books. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. All right, we come back. We're going to check in at the Cannes Film Festival. A New Wig was debuted and Something Else New was debuted.